Chapter 9 of Little Masterpieces of Science, Health and Healing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in November 2014. Little Masterpieces of Science, Health and Healing. Edited by George Isles. Care of the Eyes by Buell P. Colton In reading we wish light from the printed page. Hence we should avoid light entering the eye from any other source at this time. While reading, then, do not face a window, another light, a mirror, or white wall, if it can be avoided. In a room, white walls are likely to injure the eyes. Choose a dark color for a covering for a reading table. Sewing against the background of a white apron has worked serious mischief. Direct sunshine near the book or on the table is likely to do harm. Preferably have the light from behind and above. Many authors say from the left or over the left shoulder. In writing with the usual slant of the letters this may be desirable. But vertical writing is now strongly advocated, as it enables one to sit erect and have the light from above and equally to the two eyes. Having stronger light for one eye than for the other is bad. Sitting under and a little forward of a hanging lamp will give the light equally to the two eyes and send no light direct into the face. In reading by daylight avoid cross lights as much as possible. The incandescent electric light has an advantage in being readily lighted without matches and in giving out little heat, thus making it valuable for house lighting, but owing to its irregular illumination, due to the shadow cast by the wire or filament, it is not well suited for study or other near work. For this purpose an argand gas or kerosene burner is much to be preferred, since it throws a soft, uniform and agreeable light upon the work. Reading out of doors is likely to injure the eyes, especially when lying down. To try to read while lying in a hammock is bad in many ways. Too much light directly enters the eye, and often too little falls upon the printed page. Do not hold the book or work nearer the eyes than is necessary. So far as possible avoid continuous reading in large or heavy books by artificial light. Such books being hard to hold, the elbows gradually settle down against the sides of the body, and thus, without thinking about it, the book is held too close to the eyes, or at a bad angle, or the body assumes a bad position. Frequently rest the eyes by looking up and away from the work, especially at some distant object. One may rest the eyes while thinking over each page or paragraph, and thus really gain time instead of losing it. Have light that is strong enough. Remember that the law of the intensity of light as affected by distance is that at twice the distance from the source of light, the light is only one-fourth as strong. Reading just before sunset is risky. One is tempted to go on, not noticing the gradual diminution of light. Save the easiest reading for the evening. 
newspapers as a rule have neither good print nor good paper if the eyes have much work to do finish this kind of reading by daylight if possible and by artificial light read books which usually have better type and better paper in all ways endeavor to favor the eyes by doing the most difficult reading by daylight and saving the better print and the books that are easier to hold for work by artificial light writing is usually much more trying to the eyes than reading by carefully planning his work the student may economize eyesight and it is desirable that persons blessed with good eyes should be careful as well as those who have a natural weakness in the eyes for it often results that those inheriting weak organs by taking proper care may outlast and do more and better work than those naturally stronger but who through carelessness injure organs by improper use or wrong use reading before breakfast by artificial light is usually bad many eyes are ruined during convalescence at this time the whole system is often weak including the eyes still there is a strong temptation to read perhaps to while away the time perhaps to make up for lost time in schoolwork this is a time when a friend may show his friendship by reading aloud to the convalescent if one finds himself rubbing his eyes it is a clear sign that they are irritated it may be time to stop reading at any rate one should find the cause and not proceed with the work until the irritation ceases if any foreign object gets into the eye as a cinder it is better not to rub the eye but to draw the lid away from the eyeball and wink repeatedly the increased flow of tears may dissolve and wash the matter out if you must rub rub the other eye if it be a sharp cornet cinder rubbing may merely serve to fix it more firmly in the cornea or the mucous membrane of the inner surface of the eyelid if it does not soon come out the lid may be rolled over a pencil taking hold of the lashes or the edge of the lid the point of a blunt lead pencil is a convenient and safe instrument with which to remove the particle sometimes being out in the wind especially if unused to it together with bright sunlight may irritate the eyes if after such exposure one finds lamplight irritating he will do well to go to bed early or to remain in a dark room be careful to keep the eyes clean do not rub the eyes with the fingers aside from considerations of etiquette there is danger of introducing foreign matter that may be harmful it is very desirable that each person have his individual face towel by not observing this rule certain contagious diseases of the eye often spread rapidly if there is any continuous trouble with the eyes consult a reliable oculist many persons injure the eyes by not wearing suitable glasses on the other hand do not buy glasses of peddlers or of any but reliable specialists one may ruin the eyes by wearing glasses when they are not needed sight is priceless end of chapter 9 physiology experimental and descriptive 
by buell p colton professor of natural science in the illinois state normal university is a capital textbook which may be read as gainfully at home as in school or at college throughout its chapters are excellent directions for the care of health and strength it is published by d c heath and company boston eighteen ninety eight the following extract was revised by dr casey a wood an eminent oculist of chicago <laughs> 